0: One, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, what's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Adams here, Blacktop Smack Talk. We're back. We're back. We're back, man. Good to see you guys. The um, crew is back. We got a nice little special annual pod that we do every year um, that we're going to knock out for you guys. It's our all-star reserve selection show. You know, the gentlemen and myself are back and we are, you know, we put a lot of time and effort into this. You know, we talk, we talk about all stars and, 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 you know, we talk about the league so much and, you know, all stars is such a big thing, despite the fact that I think all four of us agree, there probably shouldn't be an all-star game, an actual game in Atlanta, but that's a conversation for another day. Adam here again, we got Charlie in the house. We got, Bruce Jackson in the house. And we got the man, the myth, the legend, millionaire Sando in the house. Fellas, cool. how you guys
1: doing? I mean, I feel good that I'm that I'm in company of a millionaire. <laughs> that's not every day in like that's not an everyday thing in Lake City. Right. <laughs>
2: I wish it was
0: true.
1: <laughs> oh okay. Um uh, man, so
0: All-Star, All-Star starters got announced last Thursday. Uh, in the uh, so we'll just we'll just get going. And all-star starters were announced last Thursday. We got in the East at the guards. It was Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Giannis, Kevin Durant, and Joel and Bead. Now, before we get to our um our own picks for reserves, did you guys have? And I'll start off with Bruce. Did you guys have any problems? I know, Bruce, that's why I wanted to come to you first. Did you have problems with any of the starters? Did you feel as though a reserve should have been named ahead of some of the starters?
3: Um, I mean, ultimately, it's fine because <clears throat> the, I mean, the only debate I would have would be Ky- Kyrie starting. And that's just only based off of, um, I guess, uh, DMPs.
1: Yeah. i don't even say
3: uh i don't want to say injury <laughs> whatever that issue was going on uh you know i guess with um just trying to get you know his mind right everything else right during that time period uh-huh. um so my only beef would be uh, flipping him and james harden but i, I think they're both obviously all-stars Um uh, so i i guess there's no ill will whether one or the other is starting but i per, just if we're going to be you know, clear cut, I, I think I just would have swapped them. That's it.
0: Bruce, let me ask you something real quick. Would – before the everything was announced, would Kyrie be an all-star for you? Like if you had to pick your all-star roster, would he be an all-star?
3: Yeah, yes, yes, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: Because some, some of our fellow media guys did not have Kyrie as an all-star. So I was just kind of interested to hear – you know, if you guys thought that he was – that he actually deserved to be an all-star or because of some – you know, he missed some games with injury and then he – you know, he had um, – he t- took some personal time. You know, he missed some games for that. So I was just interested to see if you guys thought he should have been an all-star in general.
2: I think – like I think Bruce said, like the, I think the only argument against the all-star in general would be the, the – like you said, the DNPs, right? Whether it's yeah. injury or – you know whatever he had like going on mental health wise, like. Right. I think that would be the only argument because the numbers say otherwise. I mean Brooklyn. Say what you want about their record, you know whether they're disappointing or not so far, but I mean they're up there and they're going to be a contender. So right. I think that would be the only argument. I, I mean I, I would put him in same thing. Yeah. I would put him
1: he'd be an all star to me. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I was I was thinking uh how many. Does So what's more, the amount of missed games from Kyrie or the amount of games that Harden played in the other conference?
0: That's a, that's a good point.
2: Uh-huh. But he's
1: – I mean, he's an all-star. You mean, you know, that's not his – I mean, I guess it is kind of his fault he got traded. But he – you know, it's just because you move conferences doesn't mean you shouldn't be an all-star if you're good enough. But I was just – when Bruce brought that up, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah, he has had a lot of missed games. I was like, but then Harden had a lot of games in a whole other league. So
2: He still played those games, and they were still yeah. all-star worthy, right? With yeah, the- right, right,
3: right. Except for and, the last couple where he kind of just
2: kind of dogged it a little yeah, bit. He kind
3: of just tanked it. And that's where and that's where my argument I mean, like Charlie brought a good point. And that's where my argument is like in like San Oluzu. He he still played. He put up all star worthy oh, yeah. numbers. And yes, he he might have pouted a little bit the last three games of, of his stint in, in the right. Rockets, but you know, his numbers to me plus uh just more games validate for me him being just over Mm -hmm. Kyrie as a starter but I mean it's it's apples and oranges they're both both should be in there
1: Yeah, for sure (laughs) all
0: right so breaking out with our with our east reserves we'll start with Sando so how how it's gonna go on Tuesday the coaches will coaches turn in their ballots by tomorrow it's two two backcourt players three frontcourt players and then two wild cards so mr. cater the floor is yours
2: yeah so I mean for the for the bench like I don't know I, I kind of go back I mean I'll, I'll name the bench guys but there for one I think a couple of these guys could have started and there's that argument that goes back to Kyrie right, right. like with the whole D right. thing but um, so I'd harden uh, obviously like he you know he, the, the argument could there that he could be starting obviously Uh Levine, Zach Levine, first-time All-Star. He, he's he been playing – if the Bulls were, like, four games better, I would definitely have him as a starter. Mm. I think that would be, like, just – it's just the, the fact that he's on the Bulls right now. But the way he's playing, and if he had been leading him to, like, a better record winning-wise, I think he'd be a starter. Um, obviously, Jalen Brown and Tatum, the two Celtics, both those guys.
1: Boo. <laughs> Boo, So, so- – So far, I'm exactly the same.
0: Okay, yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay, I'm four for four with you.
1: All right,
2: Uh, let's see if we can go seven for seven here. Um, My next guy is another first timer, and our our New York buddy would appreciate this one. But Julius Randall, I think he has to be in there. He's having a, you know, breakout kind of year. So where are we at? Are we five for five? That was high five for me. Okay. I
0: mean, I'm not there. I wasn't there with you, with Randall. No Randall? No.
2: OK. Um, I mean, the Knicks, for me, the Knicks are in the playoffs right now, Yeah, right? yeah. no, and it enjoy. was tough.
0: It was tough, for sure. It was a tough omission.
2: Um. Another guy, Uh. I, at the beginning of the year, I thought this guy was like breakout, could be a starter, depending on how the rest of the season went, at the beginning of the year. But he should definitely be an all-star reserve is Sabonis. Um, for the Pacers right he's having a, I think he's like 21-11 and like almost six assists five assists something like that mm-hmm. so and the Pacers you know they're obviously in the mix right up there with that jumble that's in the east um, man this last spot was tough because there were a few guys I thought could be in here um, I th- like I was I was leaning towards Malcolm Brogdon um, who could get a mention another guy I thought like for sure at the beginning of the year would be here, would be Chris Middleton, but I didn't put him in there. Um, and mostly this guy I put in there because he's probably one – if not the top defender, he's one of the top defenders in the NBA, Is Ben Simmons. Ooh. You know, 15-8-8. Eight eight, the Sixers are the number one seed in the East. So they got to have more than Embiid in there. Um, he still can't shoot outside the paint, but he's playing like out of this world defense. He's Crazy. the 15-8-8. You know, with his, his normal triple double, near triple double numbers.
0: That was Bruce's uh, uh defensive player of the year prediction. It's looking. Yep. I mean, if there, if it was given to a non-big man, I would. It'd probably be Simmons for sure.
2: Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's that's my bench. Um. But like I said, it was tough with Brogdon and Middleton, especially.
0: Wait, who was your who was your last guy that you picked? Simmons. 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 Oh, Simmons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. um,
2: but those two, like, I, I wouldn't be mad if any of those, those three, like, if Brogdon or Middleton got in there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset about that. But I just gave Simmons the nod because Philly's, you know, the, the top seed in the, in the Eastern Conference, and Ben Simmons is up there for for his defensive play too, which I feel like should be rewarded. Both of those things should be rewarded.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Charlie, do we,
2: Charlie, do we do we match I, up? I had the exact same seven. You were nodding your head. You were nodding your head at Simmons. I was like, I didn't think anybody else would have him except maybe well, Bruce.
1: The other thing I was gonna say about Simmons is we don't even know if Simmons is the best defender on his own team. Mm-mm. Shout out to shout out to Matisse Thivel. <laughs> That's true. But Matisse just won't obviously play enough. He might Matisse could make a all defensive team, maybe they're gonna start talking about it. Um the players are trying to push it. But yeah, I mean, you know, when I was like, I, I was gonna go with Brogdon. Right. Cause I like Brogdon better than Simmons just as a personal preference, but I'm like, man, the Sixers are the best record. I can't only have them with one player. Right. And I was like, yeah. well, I could go Tobias Harris, right. Who scores more, but I mean, Simmons is kind of the engine, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he um yeah, he's the point guard. Right. And he plays hella good D. So that's why I went with him over Tobias Harris and ultimately over Brogdon. I was like, I'm going to go with the second, a second uh sixer before I go with the second pacer. Right so yeah i I had the same same thing see i was leaning
2: heavily towards chris middleton Mm. i mean brogdon was up there too but middleton would probably would have been like my
1: next yeah and middleton's probably got a couple years in a row now i think yeah that he's made it so he's kind of becoming like and you know it's like he just you know put, put him in with ink that he's in there but
2: and like i was gonna like with middleton too like i was when i was thinking about it before i had really checked like where they were in the standings and like the numbers and all that like cause we had heard lately about how they'd lost five in a row. And I was like, Oh, Milwaukee's kind of struggling, you know, maybe like that kind of drops them a little bit. But then if you look, they're still third in the East yeah, at 17 and 13. Right. And they've lost like, I think five out of six or five in a row or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, Middleton might have a shot to get in there anyways, you know, even with this. So, um, but yeah, like, you know, like you were saying, I think Simmons probably gets that nod.
0: All right. Bruce, did, did you have anybody that differed from Sano? Yes. At least?
3: Yeah, one player, one player. D- Daniel Tice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, one player. I, I, you're going to lie, but I actually did not have Ben Simmons. That's where we, we differ. Um, Fair. Um, I guess I was, you know, <clears throat> probably swayed a little bit by looking at um, – obviously the the voting as far as like fan media and, and, and player ranking votes um but uh just after looking at the numbers uh i actually went with um with bam bam out of bio i think like that last wild card spot is uh there's a couple players juggled like it, you know in the format adam was alluding to you know i like kind of those last spots i had bam and and jalen brown uh coming in there and and beating out guys like, like beating out a Ben Simmons, a Jimmy Butler, a Jeremy Grant. Um, I really like Butler, but I kind of picked, <clears throat> I picked Bam over Butler for, for the reasons of, of games. He's played 10 more games. Right. Um, then Butler. And then my, my thought over Ben Simmons was uh, Bam is, vi- Ben Simmons obviously has the argument defensively. So does Bam. They both can guard versatile defenders. Both can guard multiple positions um but bam averages bam scores more rebounds more um they're pretty comparable in steals and blocks and obviously simmons being a point forward averages more assist um i just thought bam was a little bit better and more statistical i guess more offensive statistical categories uh but i mean it's so close between the two but i had everything else the same except just bam
2: so how, how heavily did you weigh the team record?
3: Yeah, I know. That was the, t- the, the toughie, tough part was just um, <laughs> that uh, I, I didn't as much, I guess, because I think all-star game, I think a lot more, I think mm-hmm. things a little more heavy on numbers than like necessarily like all NBA. I think that has a little more sometimes weight in with the right. team record. So not as much.
0: Okay. Um, so, there is an obvious notable omission that I'm su- – no none of you fucks has, e- has even said this guy's name.
3: And oh, I know what it is.
0: <laughs> one of our previous pods, you assholes were fucking arguing about this, this dude and his team for a long time. Trey Young?
3: None of you guys thought of Trey Young? He's on my – he was he on my list. list. I didn't want to say his name. When I said that uh, the snubs of Butler, J- Jeremy Grant – and Ben Simmons, but you can see on my piece of paper, I have a, I have his name on the paper, but I didn't want to utter it out of my mouth.
1: Oh, uh, because he's too good. Yeah, I mean um <laughs> it's t- you know, the trade the trade was tough, you know. Um I mean he'll probably get in anyways, right? But um if I would if I were to put him in, I mean I'd have put him in for Simmons. Yeah. That last
2: spot was, I mean, there are so many people you could debate in there. For me, like, I gave Simmons the nod just because of the, because Phillies should have two, right? Like, just, they're the number one seed. Um, And the rest of those guys, I didn't, I didn't see an argument for taking them out. Like, you're not going to take out Sabonis, at least I don't think. Right. Or, you know, or a guy like Randall, whose team's in the playoffs right now, and he's the main reason why. So it was a tough, tough omission, but Trey Young was definitely on the list.
0: Man, I had Trey Young over. So I'm, like, with you guys, I just didn't have Julius Randle. And then I didn't have – and then I disagree with Bruce. I didn't have Bam. Mm. I I took Sabonis over Bam, which is kind of – I was kind of like – it was kind of like 50-50 to me. But ultimately, I just just rewarded a pacer. And then, um, yeah, Trey, he's just all-world offense, and he's – they're so much better with him on the court, and they're so bad with him off. It, the on-off numbers are crazy. And so I had to reward him, you know. And so that, that was my biggest thing. It was hard to leave Middleton off. Uh, you know, I wanted to shout out Jeremy Grant. Uh, I think Bruce alluded to him. incredible season. Their team is just so bad. Um, we're struggling. They, they play hard, but they're struggling.
2: They you have know. a lot of good talent on that team, too. Like, yeah. they're just really young, I think. Or uh, not young, but, like, inexperienced, I guess.
0: Having, he's having a career year. And, you know, Denver is – they're hurting without him. And, De- and Detroit so – he's a nice building block for um, for Detroit moving forward. But, yeah. And then, you know, Jimmy Butler. Tobias Harris is another one I thought of. Um, but if there was two Sixers, I would give it to Simmons. He's just – Simmons is – his overall game, you know, it's not so much the scoring; it's just he does everything else. You know, Jimmy Butler just because the game is missed, but he, you know, if he played like five more games for me, boom, he's in there. You know, it's not even. Charlie said the other day he had like before yesterday's game, he had like four straight triple doubles or something, right. like that. and they're they're better with him. You know, even though Miami's struggling, so. Um. So yeah, it was kind of a, for the Eastern Conference's general consensus, Uh, the West, I know uh, Charlie and me debated on a Friday evening, uh, for about an hour we were debating the West a little bit, so uh, you know, why don't we start off, the starters were at guards, a little controversial, it was Curry for sure, Uh, uh, it's not Dame, it's Luca. And you know, obviously Dame, we'll talk, we'll talk, get to him in a sec. And then Kawhi, LeBron, and Jokic. Um, obviously the main one is Dame over Luca. I I probably, if I had a vote, I probably would have said Dame. Uh just because what he's doing with his team and the numbers, even though Luca is putting up great numbers, his team is, you know, they've underachieved so uh through the first third of the season so i um that's the only gripe that i have with the with the starters um uh, charlie let me let me hear your reserves
1: um yeah i mean i'll go with ones i feel like most people will probably have um dame um uh paul george zion rudy that's and then i got so then i got uh book um, Donovan Mitchell and Chris Paul. I think that was all seven, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I even thought about trying to put Ingram in there or something, but I was like, ah, oh, you know, the um, Pelicans aren't very good. But he's got good numbers. Um, and there's always the Mike Conley factor. But uh, I went with Chris Paul because of what he's done to turn around the uh to turn around the Suns. Right. You now and uh, I guess I didn't even really think, of, I didn't even know if I broke it down right by position. But because um, then I guess maybe eight, you could say someone like, no, eight, and, there's no way eight makes it anyways. But yeah, so I don't know how close it is to everybody else's.
0: Uh, well, Santa, look like you, you had something to say. Go ahead, Santa.
2: No, I was going to say, I mean, that's, I, I changed my list a few times again, uh, but most, most of those were the same. I think we might've ended up with the same, but. I, I had um I actually had Ingram in there, mm. uh, but I because I did the same thing. So I, I looked at it and I was like, you got to have if you're going to put two of a uh, from one team in there as, on the bench, it's got to be from Phoenix rather than New Orleans, right? Like Phoenix is I think what are they third, fourth in the West mm, right now, yeah. and a big reason for that is Chris Paul. He was the one I was going back and forth on, um, but yeah, I had the same. Another one I was debating taking out was Booker, just because of he got off to kind of a slow start, right? Um, missed a couple games and not not too many, but he missed a couple. Um, but he's but lately, he's right. looked like you know normal old Booker.
0: You didn't start off as bubble Booker when he was in the bubble. You know he was killing. I think it was that that adjustment period to a, playing with Chris Paul, who's. You know, Booker, Ricky Rubio played with him last year. And Ricky Rubio's boom, 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 let's get the ball out. I don't want to mm-hmm. handle, like, I want to, you know, pass. Kind of like Lonzo in a sense, like, get the ball out. And so, Chris Paul is real ball dominant. I mean, he's great, but he's real ball dominant. So, I think it, it was a little bit of an adjustment period for Booker.
2: Right. Um, and I also, I, obviously, I had Lillard. Uh, I mean, Dan, like, like you were saying, like, there, there's an argument there that he should be starting. Oh, for sure. I think. For sure. Yeah. Um, Paul George, uh, I had Zion as well. Um, Mitchell and, uh, and Rudy. So I think we were pretty much the same. Um, Booker was another one I was like, I was, I mean, we, I, I figured we had to have two sons in there over the other choices. Like there were guys who missed a lot of time, like, you know, t- like cat Carl Anthony towns, he was out for too long. Um, obviously we, we talked about Ingram, um, and, and we're and we're obviously taking out AD because we're figuring he's not playing, right? So um,
0: he's probably gonna get named an All Star, but then yeah, he'll he'll get named in All a reserve, but yeah, so we're just picking essentially his replacement,
2: right? Right. And then McCollum, like CJ McCollum, all these guys, just like if they had been playing at this level and not missed time, like they'd obviously be on this list, right? Um, but yeah, so that was my seven. So I think. Um, it was the, it was just those two, like, do you go with two Pelicans or two Suns? Right. And I went with the two Suns instead and then had Zion in there from the Pelicans.
0: So you had Zion, Mitchell, Gobert, oh, um, P- PG, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, Dame, and Booker? Yep. Got it. All right, Mr. Jackson, talk to me.
3: Yeah, no, everything everything was the same. The difference was, uh, um, <clears throat> it just I had I had uh, Ingram instead of uh, Zion.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, just fill me in. Yeah, you can go.
1: Um,
3: Ingram. Uh, I think Ingram is just the piece that makes everything else move. I think he just frees up zion a lot um and then bi made the all-star game last year and he's essentially literally almost to the t is averaging the exact same things Number he five? did last yeah.
0: year i saw that, but
3: uh i mean the, literally the difference is he's got like one less rebound but he's averaging one more assist but he's actually more effective um he's actually his turnovers are down uh and his fouls per game are actually down from last year while still shooting very high percentage from two from three i mean everything else is literally the exact same uh while decreasing you know those deficiencies with with fouls and turnovers so i was just like hey man like when it was close between them on the bottom i i I just prefer brent uh i just prefer ingram over over zion that's it so
0: um real quick um i should have asked you guys this before you um we started naming reserves, what, what, is there a certain, like, you know, we do this every year. Is there a certain criteria that you guys like to go by? Um, you know, do you guys factor or do what, what factors all play a role and how you pick your guys? Is it, you know, is it more stat based? Is it, does team success play a role or, or who guys, who, who fans would want to see in an actual all-star game or who's actually a better player if guys are like tied, you guys give it to like who's the actual better player, or what is something, you know, or what factors into all that for you guys?
1: I usually will go with the raw stats first, you know, and then the tie. If there's, like really close, the tiebreaker would be like team success. Okay, and it could also be like, okay, well, you know, this guy might be having a better year than this guy, but that team already has two guys, or yeah, something like yeah. that too, right? Right.
2: Okay. I kind of I kind of do the same. Like if it, if there's if it's close, like, you know, like the example we use with New Orleans and Phoenix, right? Like if it's close between two guys that could, that might earn it, like I, I, I tend to lean towards the team with the, that's higher in the standings or that's playing better. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, as far as stats, like you could look at a guy like Chris Paul, who's I think like 18 and nine, mm-hmm. like 18 and nine assists. And then you look at a guy like Ingram, who I think is like 24 or five and five or something like that, you know, close. So looking at those stats, you could easily lean towards Ingram, but um, the effect Chris Paul has had on the Suns and where they are in the standings kind of swayed me that way. Okay. That's a little bit of both. Um,
3: Oh, yeah, I know. I think I'll I'll start, I think, I look at, obviously, the stats first. I probably weigh that more. I probably don't weigh, actually, team success as much. I'm willing to go a little bit deeper. You know, I'll I'll probably look at the top 10 teams, you know, kind of see, obviously, per – you know whether they're not whether they're over five hundred or not. Obviously, in the in the West, you get a little bit deeper. In the East, you got obviously take consideration of those teams with losing records. Um, but I probably don't weigh that as heavily as I do raw stats. And then I always take into account: Have you broken the plane before? Because I think there's tends to be a lean towards that. So for like I was saying, like Bi's was an All Star before. You know, Zion wasn't. And I think there tends to be more favoritism to someone who's broken there. Like, you know, when you look back in the East, like Jeremy Grant has the numbers, but there's going to be probably more of a lean for someone who's been all Star for just like you guys are really weighing in. It's like, shit, Chris Milton's been all Star like a couple of years now in a row. Like yeah. he probably should be back in there again. You know, it's tough to like knock someone out and put someone in unless they have like a tremendous leap. And so I kind of think of that, like where have they been in the past recently?
0: Think of the he has like he holds equity already, the player, yeah, holds more equity in that regard. Yeah, so, that, that, that's actually a, okay. Go ahead, Sano.
2: I was well, gonna say, like, like, I, I mean, I get what Bruce is saying, like, I, I try not to do that though on purpose. i like, there, like a guy that came up that I was thinking about. I think Adam, you mentioned him first, was Mike Conley, right? Like, he's never been an all star, but I'm not gonna hold that against him just to say, like, just because somebody's no. like, like, mid, like you know that's been an all-star in the past and it might be on even playing term like even playing field with conley but in that case i might give the bump to conley because first of all he's playing with the top seed i think they have the best record in the nba
3: yeah they do um, and if
2: anything if anybody's going to get three players it should be the top team in the nba which would right. be utah so i mean i think it goes both ways for me
0: right okay um yeah how i did it was it's, it's similar to all you guys you know raw stats and then I, I kind of hold team success a little bit more. Um, and then some, someone like, you know, I, I kind of think of first timers and how, how are their stats in comparison to somebody else's who's on the fringe. So, you know, I kind of weigh, you know, I kind of weigh those together. And so that's how I I, I pick my guys. Um, so I'm, I basically am in the same, you know, Dame, CP, uh, the legend Paul George uh Gobert. I have man, I, I told you this the other day, Samuel. I was like 50-50 on Donovan Mitchell, but I ended up putting him in. Uh yeah, Utah deserves two. Um I I put Zion in. Uh then it, it came to my last my last wild card because I think uh you know, obviously AD, AD is a, a given. So for all of us. So, my my last one came down to DeRozan, mm. who's been who's been leading a young San Antonio Spurs team with most improved player candidate Dejounte Murray. Shout out to baby boy. Um, and he's he, that guy's up for all defense too. He's been he's been playing well, but then it came down between DeMar DeRozan, you know, who's 20, 20 and six and a half assists, career high, versus Mike Connolly Mm. Mike Conley leads the NBA in plus minus, you know, he's been quarterbacking the number. I think they're the number they're a top five offense and, a, you know, he's a top five D de- they're a top five defense also. So, but I just had to, I just had to reward DeRozan. Um, I wanted to put Conley in there real bad. So wait, you don't have Booker on there, right? I did not. That's the, that's the omission. Yep. Yeah. That's, that was my omission. It, it was tough because, cuz that one came down to Mitchell or Booker. But mm. I just didn't want to have one Utah guy on there. And I thought I I feel like CP's the reason um they've taken the hump or they've taken that jump. Yep. So, but like I said, I could see Booker, yeah, Booker could easily, he's been tearing it up as of late. So I you know, he's made a nice little uh Nice little run to get in, so I could I could definitely see him getting in. So, so but normal admissions, you know, we didn't bring up Shea. Shea's been killing, mm-hmm. for, and and OKC's been overachieving. So Shea's been killing. De'Aaron Fox, uh, he's been putting up good numbers. He kind of fell off a little bit in the last week or so, but you know he's he was killing. You know we mentioned Ingram, John ja Morant
1: got to show him love. I was going to say in the East, I was thinking About him in the East, we didn't, um, we didn't, he, he, you know, he's not going to get in, but he's balling his Vucevic. Oh, yeah, that's another one. That's a good call, Vucevic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, his team sucks, but I really don't think that's like, it's kind of like Zach Levine. They're putting some trash out there with Zach, and he's still holding it down. And they're putting some and then, well, injuries, you know, Gordon's hurt, and, and Fournier was hurt, and, you know, that's a pretty bad starting five sometimes, the magic throw out there. Right, which isn't necessarily Vuce's fault, but yeah, he's balling.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Hayward, Hayward too. Oh yeah, Gordy. And uh, the Hornets are exciting, man. I I like the Hornets; they're exciting to watch. They just they just beat Sandals Warriors on a buzzer beater last night.
2: Thanks to Draymond. Thank you, Draymond. That technical. That shit was technicals.
0: That shit was crazy.
3: All over, all over. Local news here in the Bay. All over (laughs) last night.
0: Um. So, so yeah, man, it, it's it's gonna be exciting. I, I'm interested to see how the how the coaches do it, how the coaches, how our picks match up with what the coaches pick. You know, because the coaches got to turn in their ballots by tomorrow. So like today is like players' last auditions. Like they, there's an article. I think or oh no, Shams put out a tweet talking about man, Zach Levine. You know, his last showcase. You know, he had 38 against uh. Was it the Kings? He had 38 against the Kings last night. So, yeah, man, we're hoping. We're hoping, you know, Seattle's own, Washington's own. Zach Levine gets in. Um, But yeah, we'll uh, we'll find out shortly. But uh, you know, that's that's gonna wrap it up for today, you guys. Man, continue to do what you do. You guys are we love and appreciate the support. You know, follow us on all our social media accounts, and man, tune in Tuesday for the uh selection show. so
2: so i mean march third all star game right or is it march third or march seventh i think it's seven or is it seven
0: yeah that's crazy i'm not that's crazy they're having a game but all right sano bruce charlie adam blacktop smack talk signing off take care god bless thank you guys now um